0: Victor Villain here, let's see who's making their way to the ring
1: Old school Joe
0: J.P. Savage, you already know Hey, and Victor Villain here again And we got a special guest for you folks here today He is the Herald of the Crucible The Venomous and Vile Master of Snake Style He is Ophidian Shikara's own, talk to him a minute
2: do you, you gentlemen hear that? Because that—that's—that's that's an entrance. You know
1: what I'm saying? like
2: <laughs> But let me let me help you out just a little bit. I, I can spice it up some. You know what I'm oh,
0: saying? It, oh, help! Please, please. help! Please!
2: I am venomous. I am vile. I am the master of snake style. The cobra supernova. The oroboros ophidian. Ooh, <laughs> oh, good Now that that all no, that was an entrance. That was that,
0: that's. That's how we announce you from now on. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> how
0: you I doing feel on like house-
3: he, I feel like that's his entrance inside the bedroom too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, we getting personal early, baby. Yeah, I didn't
3: know
2: I didn't we were know getting, getting right into that before. immediately.
0: Hey, when the
3: <laughs> savages is loose, house the cops. <laughs> oh man,
0: Ophidian man, we love your work in Shakara, man. We we. we we, we know where, where you're from. We follow you very well. Uh, why don't you tell the fans that, at home uh, a little bit more about you, where you're from,
2: man, and, and a little bit more about yourself? Absolutely. Uh, <clears throat> as you all already know, I'm a fitting in the Cobra, and I've spent the last 13 years traveling across the world, 19 different countries across four continents. Not only have I wrestled in them, but for the most part, I've taught in almost all those countries as as well. Um Mainstay at Chikara Pro, was a trainer at the Russell Factory Chikara School for about five years. But now I teach at the ROH Affiliate Dojo, the Worldwide Dojo, which is run by Cheeseburger. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not only do I perform in-ring, but I do a lot behind the scenes. And I mean a little bit of everything. I run a a gear company called Closet Champion. Behind me, you see all the sewing stuff in a blue screen. Uh, My wife and I run a company creating content, creating costumes and stuff uh, for professional wrestling. So if it's a thing you can do in wrestling, whether it's uh, video production, audio production, uh, costuming, my wife and I do it. Amazing, amazing stuff.
0: Hello! Hey! (laughs) That's a good partner, right? That's a great tag team right there, man. There you go. You know exactly when to tag (laughs) 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 in.
3: So question for you. I mean, that that sounds like remarkable experience i mean you really have crossed that boundary between just being a performer you like you said you also are instructing and even all those countries that you have been able to perform at you've been able to instruct over there as well where did that desire to go in that route where did that come from was it your experience at wrestle factory in particular uh
2: yeah you know that's i can't say that was an innate desire you know what i'm saying because like uh Coming up in wrestling, I didn't expect to be able to do everything that I've done. Uh, I don't, I don't, uh, it's not something I talk about very much, but you know, like coming up with a poor kid from the hood, like you're not gonna, like, you're just happy with almost anything you get. Uh, so uh, the fact that I was even able to leave. You know, well, in this case, I grew up in, in, in Jersey and in Camden. So oh, Camden, okay. Yeah, just to be able to, so, you know, I mean, like just going to Philadelphia was an accomplishment, you know, living or, or across the bridge and going to another state. So um, I was just happy with what life gave me. I fell into training and stuff like that. I can't say accidentally, but it came naturally. Just, you know, stayed around to help a few students learn a couple of tricks, you know, work on the technique. And then eventually it turned into other students wanting to learn what I was teaching, you know, some of the senior guys uh, senior guys, but guys that wanted to learn. And then that snowballed into me giving uh, me being given a set of keys to the wrestle factory. Wow. It literally it, it actually genuinely happened naturally, you know, um, and now it's my favorite thing to do. I love it just as much as I love um, teaching uh, just as much as I love performing.
0: Well, yeah. We followed you so, so for, for a few bits now. Um, we know we've been to the Shikara Wrestle Factory, we've taken some bumps there actually. Uh, we know the hard work and dedication that people put in at that school, and it's funny, man, because you are just you do researching you was was, was an easy was an easy thing to do because you were just so much more detailed in 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 yourself in your self-promotion. your your self-promotion is so amazing that anybody that reads into you can easily decide right then and there that they're interested in you or, or not. and and most likely than not, they're gonna be interested. I mean, you got a a heavy resume, man. Uh, you work with the lights of Yoko Zuna, um Kevin Owen, Sami Zayn.
2: tell me what those experiences must have been like, man? Uh, because of what Chikara is, you know, uh, especially if you're a fan of the Chikara um, time frame from like 2007 to about 2013, you know, we had a lot of big stars come through Chikara. Then um, my going, going a step even uh, before that, the people that trained me, you know, Mike Quackenbush, Claudio Castagnoli, who is Cesaro Woo! and Nuri, Uh um, Chris Hero, who became Cassius Ono in NXT, and Sarah Del Rey, who is Sarah Amato, the assistant head trainer at NXT. NXT. Um, like, uh, that alone in itself, like, I, I w- I've been given an opportunity uh, that most people would never have. Or I can't say it was given to me, right? I kind of, I've earned that chance to train with hey those people. And, work with them. Uh, and because of that kind of talent teaching, you, it drew that kind of talent to the company. So I got to work with, you know, Brody Lee. I've, I've, I've got to, work with Kevin Owens and uh, you know, um I don't know whatever happened to that El Generico guy after he went to <laughs> but uh you know, and even working with guys like Akibono and uh and for for me, somebody who I really wanted to work with was Hidaka when I was over at zero one in Japan. Mm. Uh there's just so many, so many good names. Like it's uh it's been it's been great. I've I've had a, a, a hell of a ride so far in professional wrestling and it's only continuing. You know I'm saying like I, I get to tour the UK constantly and work with a lot of great British talent uh, and a lot of uh, good European talent uh, in general, not just British, uh, and uh, still get to work some of the greats, you know, even places like GCW, you know, most recently working like Jake Atlas uh, and Nick Gage and guys like that. Uh, yeah.
1: You know, I was watching the uh, Johnny Kidd Invitational, the 2019 that just happened. Well, not just happened. It's been a couple yeah. months now already. Yeah. And, and i love kind of the feel and the style of the tournament and, and, and in particular your style it looks like it's very uh, very heavily influenced by the old like world of sports style that that was kind of johnny kidd's style as well is there anyone on the european scene or the uk scene that you would like to that you haven't already competed with that
2: you would like to uh there's a name specifically that almost always uh comes to mind and there's, there's a group of wrestlers if you don't know who they are the, uh attack wrestling gotcha and uh that company has put out a lot of really good talent like pete dunn and mark andrews um chris brooks uh, eddie dennis and not to say they molded them specifically but a lot of these talents have come through there in the way that you know um, i came through chikara uh and there's some great guys there. and chris brooks is somebody that i have not had the chance to work with and i may not anytime soon the dude you know uh moved to japan full-time um so I may not have that opportunity right now, but I hope that it does come someday. Um, and Wild Boar, uh, who, who is absolutely, it's a guy who's on NXT right now, the NXT UK. Yeah.
0: He's,
2: he's, he's the head trainer of the Attack School, or it's not really, I'm sorry, uh, the Dragon Pro School, which is affiliated with Attack. And he is somebody that, if I can't get Chris Brooks, I'll be happy with that too. i would be a banger. Yes. That yes. British style, man, I'm, I'm a big fan of. Uh, like, there's nothing that is, as clean and as smooth as that stuff, man. Mm. The world of Sports style is.
0: I'm glad you said that, man. It, Cause speaking of style, man, I'm excited to unbox uh, your style here, man. Cause I, <laughs> I, 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 I watched the, style, the senior seen your highlights. My God, the hallucin, the hallucination. Oh man, Nick. talk to me about Billy. that, man. Do you not learn your lesson? You don't unbox
3: <laughs> a snake. You don't, especially but, not a cobra. <laughs> come on, man! What are you doing? Hey, man! Dangerous, dangerous. <laughs> especially one from Camden. Come on, now. We're <laughs> <Virginia>. the <It>
1: worst. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah, man. Quite a few. Uh, what do you guys know about Camden? What y'all know? Which y'all know about Camden?
0: Shout out to Royal
1: Money. Royal <laughs> Money.
2: Take us, us around the hood. H- hell of an <laughs> aquarium. <laughs> uh, there's a few <laughs> of us.
3: Oh, state trooper out of Canada, one of our bros.
2: There's a few of us from there that most people don't uh, don't realize. Me, Amasis, and Lince Dorado. We all went to school together. You know, we all came up from the same. We all legit. We've all known each other since we were kids. Oh shit! So, okay. and we all came up. We all came up together. So, uh. wow.
3: Well, if if you don't mind me asking, if uh, it in your reptilian life, are you from Egypt or are you from somewhere else in this world?
2: Uh, the Caribbean, perhaps. I'm Puerto Rican, my friend. Wepa, Wepa. yeah.
3: Yay. That's
2: the sub. Uh, that's the that's
0: sub. What is on the map?
3: Prep,
0: okay. Prep so <laughs> talk to me about this most illegal move in in wrestling history, man. How, oh. how did that come about?
2: Uh man. Uh, so, <laughs> Amasis <laughs> and myself are big fans of like old school like exploitation uh, kind of content. Like I love old school martial arts films specifically the shaw brothers stuff um and you can see especially early on where we drew our influences from amasis being a lot from those exploitation films from that era and me kind of pulling from martial arts stuff um so we got a lot of the way that we we um portrayed ourselves even so much to the language that amasis would use when he cut promos uh and uh that was kind of like the framework that we wanted to live in. But there's something that was always kind of like true amongst all of that content is that there's still a bit of wackiness, like a bit of zany inside of all that. Uh, So uh, it just seemed right. Like here's, you know, Amasis is, he's, he's, you know, he's well built. He's jacked. He could hold me. Uh, And uh, I I thought it would be good if uh, he waved me, you know, around like a, like his personal pet snake, which I was, you know, he was the Pharaoh. I was his bodyguard. Uh, and it, it just worked, man. We were doing that since Whoa. day one. And uh, people don't even realize that we've been doing that since our very first match. It took wow. a while to figure out what we were, like, you know, like what it actually meant in the world of wrestling. But right. in 2007, in our very first match, our debut at the uh, at the ECW Arena, we were doing that. And, uh, yeah, got we got lucky that over time that, you know, it broke out and went viral for us.
0: So when was the exact moment that Osirian Portal decided, this is our gimmick, this is what we're doing like, how did it come about? Like, was it organic, or like, do you guys think about it? take a while to get.
2: Uh, Amasis and I, uh, we when we backyarded from when we were kids. Like, we grew up best friends. Nice. So, nice. like, we tagged with each other while we were backyarding. You know, like our <laughs> yeah, our back our backyard awesome. was the Street Team. And yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, so there was always a natural chemistry between us. It was just a matter of finding the right package, right, to to bring it in the world of pro wrestling. So. And, uh, so you
3: definitely you avoided the disclaimers that said please do not try this at home. You did the same <laughs> <know>.
0: What disclaimer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: We, we thought that no was letters. encouragement. We didn't realize we were supposed <laughs> to not
1: do it. Listen, listen, They didn't try it at home.
2: They tried it in the backyard. It's completely, hey. different. Yeah. Hey. completely different. Okay. We put down some cardboard and some carpet. We we're, were all right. There
3: you go. <laughs> um, phenomenal, phenomenal.
2: Yeah. So. Uh, a lot of that, like, generally is, like, you obviously have some input from a professional wrestling school, right? Your trainers will always kind of say, this is the direction we need to head in. doesn't matter if you work for WWE, Ring of Honor, TNA, WCW, like, whatever company you were a part of, regardless of the error, those companies help to dictate what you would be doing. But it's your job as the performer to take that direction and turn it into something, right? So while there was a general idea kind of helped formed by Chikara, Amasis and myself got to decide at least, you know, what we'd look like. Like, I came up with the design of my mask. I came up with the name and all that. But, you know, like, they were the ones that were like, this is this is what the package is going to look like once we figure out the little nuanced stuff between the two of us. So there generally was something that came off of our heads. And the, I mean, at first, that first year was a little rough in look and looking, you know, as <laughs> is anything, you know, the brand new idea. Hey, hey. We turned, you know, yeah, it turned yeah, into yeah, what think, it did. Man, for you a time. did the
0: damn thing. It's gold. It's money, uh, and yeah, I appreciate that. That it's the little things in this business, man. And, and you yo, you take, you sure do it well. I tell
1: you and, that. And as amazing as they were as as a team, when they went at it with each other, mm. like watching that sarcophagus, uh, sarcophagus match was uh, was something to behold. Yeah, it's <laughs> a lot of fun. up your friends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I heard, right, hit of- them heard harder. You do track. <laughs> i tracks.
0: <laughs>
1: oh
2: man! <laughs> don't even bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> I did that as a joke, and uh I can't believe it worked. <laughs> I mean, it, it, that's how it works, though.
0: That, that you, yeah. you know, it, it, when something's that organic, man. It, I don't know, me personally, I appreciate it more when it's that that much organically, and I find out stories like this. Yo, it's what it's all about at the end of the day. Yeah. And can what what can you assert? Can or if. If you can't attest most or not all of what you've done in this business to to to
2: what Quackenbush has taught you, what can you attest? Um, the one thing that I, I can say about not just Chikara, or not just my Quackenbush, but the environment overall is the um what it instilled the work ethic it instilled in a lot of us that came through there. Uh, it's an environment that encouraged learning and encouraged you to always better yourself in some capacity. Um, and, uh, I, uh, I might've discovered some of these things on my own, you know, like I can't say that I wouldn't have gotten here eventually, but because of that environment, it encouraged me to learn the video production more so than what I already knew, right? It encouraged me to become a gear maker to help out, you know, like, Oh, this person fell through. We don't have this anymore. I'll learn it. I got you. I'll figure out how to get to that endpoint. You know, it made me want to become a leader in that locker room and a leader within the wrestling industry overall, you know, or at least a resource. You know what I'm saying? Because I can't say this one person is leading all of us, but to be a resource for everybody, was something that eventually became real important to me. And I don't think I would have gotten there as quickly if it wasn't for guidance from places like that and from men like him, Um, you know, like. The work ethic of these guys and like from any of the guys that helped train me is insane you can see what where it's gotten them and uh yeah
3: it's, it's phenomenal because uh we like as Vic had mentioned in the past uh we ourselves have been to certain seminars with mike Quackenbush, with bryce uh phenomenal trainings and it, it just gives you another idea when it comes to the business and, and the amount of flexibility and, and also the amount of freedom you have within it. um, and it, and talking to you, I can tell like you've really taken hold to that and heed to that. and And you've paid your dues on top of that to get to this point. I mean, the fact that you look at right behind you, the 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 factory you pretty much have, to create unique, unique costumes. And that's yeah. something in, in our entire experience of being a podcast and a part of this world, we've, every wrestler, every promotion we've got in contact with, that's one of the things that's in need the most is actually the quality of uh, gear. It's one of the hardest things to get at a good price. And, and, and you always look phenomenal, man. I mean, that one match where you could continue oh, shedding, bro. I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, until when is gonna keep going? And those are all, you made all of those masks, correct?
2: Yeah. Um some of the older stuff I didn't uh okay. I didn't I started um the first mask we made was 2015 right the first mask that we made as a company it was 2014 or 15 For you? No, not for me, just in general.
1: Uh I think 2014 Yeah.
2: 2014. Uh 2014 was our first uh mm like first mass for the students but and the now was
0: 2017, was
2: the 20, 20, they, 2017. 2017.
0: Yeah. i was the one making everything yeah. until you came on then. uh
2: so um oh. we took over the production right in that in that way so every single wrestle factory graduate regardless of who you are has to get gear from myself or my wife from our oh, company um, oh, man. and uh once i once i uh, allowed myself to kind of jump into wrestling full-time yeah, you, Solve it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh the uh once I uh once I got to the point where, you know, wrestling was able to to make me money to make an income off of it full time, that's when I took on the gear making aspect as well. Because especially in a time like this right now, you know, when we can't be at our normal jobs, or in my case this is my job, I still have a way to produce income for my family, right? So like and that's super important to me because you never know. Whether it's injury, you don't know when you're gonna lose your job. You don't know when something like this is gonna go down. And I've got a a room full of stuff to allow me to, you know, to continue to make money regardless of what's happening on the world. Um, and I
0: guess I, you my next question would, would be how how were you doing with it during throughout these times? And I mean, hopefully it hasn't uh, been much of a burden or business as usual. I'm, I'm I'm hoping.
2: I set myself up before all this went down. Um, you know, like there's something that I can say that. I do that most wrestlers, or just most performers in general, don't. And that outside of just you know performing in front of a live crowd, right? I was making video content for Chikara. Almost all the Crucible stuff was either shot or directed by me.
0: Shots of the Uh, Crucible! I think the bad guys made a a little cameo in one of those. (laughs) uh,
1: those Our shirt did pop up when uh, when Mike came in and found Obsidian uh, working with uh, with his new crew. (laughs)
2: That
0: was us Uh, on his shirt.
2: Uh, So, you know, doing that that video stuff here, I'm making, you know, obviously masks. But, like, if you go online, you can buy my entrance music. I've got a full album's worth of entrance music that you can buy. I sell mask patterns. Patterns, not like so you can make the stuff yourself right at home. Um, whether it's using Patreon, which I've been on Patreon for about four years now. You know, with my wife, we, we, we have the closet, the joint Patreon. Like, there's always ways, there's multiple pieces of income coming from a little bit of everywhere. I was well set up for something like this. And so, we, you know, we both were, uh, luckily with her help. It's um, so like yeah i can't that's what i said earlier you guys like i can't really complain about what's happening because like i'm well taken care of but um that was definitely through years of setting myself up you know setting us up
0: god bless you for that man that's that's a smart thing to do and listen godspeed man and everybody's well fortunate and you seem to have a a great uh, path and a great system you got running there man definitely what you have a favorite mask (laughs)
2: <laughs> the one I'm wearing right now, oh, this Yay. style, this all right, all right. version of my mask is my favorite. Um, what's that called? What's that? What's the difference between that one and the other ones? Well, this the Orboros. If you look into my eyes, right, you got this thing. Gotcha,
1: yeah. Was... Uh,
2: and uh, the reason why I like this the most is because it. This replaces another one that I had the there was an angle in Chikara where um I went a little crazy and took my mask off and I went through different versions of my masks. Uh, there was one mask specifically that I wore it was purple and it had horns on it, or so people thought were horns. It was actually a snake two snakes that went through my chin and out of my skull and wrapped around so they were oh. snakes that were just attached to my head uh that was inspired from the movie five deadly venoms a shaw brothers movie from the 70s uh okay. the master a snake style in that film wore a mask all the uh, all the masters wore a mask uh so like that wasn't that was my previous one to this one um the classic one, which I really like, the big head one uh, that hides my face completely, uh, that's a Serpentor design. Like, I, didn't, that was inspired by the old G.I. Joe villain. Uh, mm. So they all come from some place that I personally love, you know, something that kind of I grew up with, except for this one. This is a completely unique place. This was, this is essentially at the final evolution. Like, this is what all those other mask variants led me to this point. I don't think I would have gotten here if it wasn't for those first ones, you know.
3: Oh, okay. Any Mortal Kombat influences in some of your masks? Oh.
2: you man.
3: <laughs> I'm loving the Sub-Zero look, uh, man. awesome. when you come yeah. up with the contacts, bro?
2: There was, uh, yeah, you, you had the Sub-Zero look. There was, a, there was two sets of gear that I had that were specific knockoffs of Ermac and Scorpion. Oh! With no, the Ermax from the um from the newer from Mortal Kombat Nine. Huh. Uh, oh yeah. Like he had the he had like this purple and gray red vest and yep. and I, I wore that for a little bit when I was uh, with okay. the Batiri and there was a That's set of old, gear that I don't talk about man. very often that was that was straight from like the older Scorpion uh, looks. Um. So yeah, I mean a lot of my look, I've got four Mortal Kombat tattoos on my back. <laughs> I, I a lot of a lot of inspiration comes from Mortal Kombat. Well, for now, sure.
0: Uh Xbox or PlayStation? You're gonna make me ask you now.
2: Oh man, Xbox all the way. Oh go.
0: So is, did you get eleven?
2: Oh yeah, I've got eleven. I was just okay. playing just playing it yesterday using Spawn. Um hey. who's my favorite superhero just straight yeah. up. So I was I was okay, hyped okay. to play with Spawn. Just kind of get ready for the new DLC coming out, you know, next week.
0: Uh post production, we're gonna add your gaming tag on here, let them know and we won't we gonna we're gonna battle too. Uh I'm going to get my game out. I haven't gotten it, though. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking shit like I got it.
2: <laughs> Careful. I don't want you to hurt yourself now.
0: <laughs> I played 10. I played 10 with Scorpius. So Let's we'll, we'll see if I can keep up. Um, we like to... I, I want to thank you for your time, man. Appreciate you in the midst of all this craziness. You still made the time and effort to join us today, man. And an exciting time for me to pick your brain and stuff. And all of us, we like to end with a lightning round, though. Uh, JP, if you want to take it over
3: absolutely uh we're gonna do a round of chair shots and essentially what's gonna happen i'm gonna ask you a series of questions and we'd like for you to answer with the first thing that popped into your mind it's just a pretty <laughs> much bang 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 round oh, yeah. of chair
0: shots all right <laughs> yeah get that power drinks ready let's go all righty all
3: righty <laughs> here we go here we go here we go all righty what is your favorite movie
2: uh favorite movie would be five deadly venoms
3: five deadly venoms this is the third time now mentioned in this Episode. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. If you guys have not caught it, I actually was watching uh, Watch Mojo Best uh, uh, Martial Arts movies and that came up. So that's the only reason I recognize it right now. I was watching that the other day. <laughs> uh, next question uh, What sports do you enjoy watching? Uh,
2: so I grew up doing um, taking martial arts at a Gojo Ru Taekwondo Museum Jiu Jitsu for about 12 years. Um, right. So I absolutely loved early USC, you know growing up uh and I, I can still watch UFC now I don't watch it as much because wrestling has overtaken my life as you know as just the way life happened um and I, I grew up a 49ers fan unfortunately okay. uh, <laughs> that didn't uh okay. that, no, that didn't pan sense. out too well over the years
3: it makes sense if you're a 90s child I mean hey there was just in the Super Bowl so you still got you know got a couple years left you got some hope at least you're not a Giants fan right now <laughs> uh and I'm gonna judge, and I'm saying that your favorite cheat meal
2: my favorite cheat meal is something uh, we call in this household tachos all right Please so use it's the it's, it's yeah <laughs>
1: it's <exactly laughs> yeah right yeah, yeah uh, so
2: we take tater tots Ooh. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and then cup cover them in what you would cover in nachos
1: Ooh. so all your
2: cheese your sour cream right your beans your chicken or beef Creams. whatever it is that you got right but the base instead of it being chips is tater tots mm-hmm. yeah.
3: <laughs> trying that tomorrow. Uh, (laughs) If you could have one superpower, what would it be?
2: I already got a superpower, homie. It's hypnosis.
3: Ah, yo! (laughs) Max! I'll stay stunned on that one. (laughs) Uh, Worst purchase you've ever made?
2: (sighs) Worst purchase I've ever made? Um, I once ate a sandwich from Jimmy John's. And... uh, (laughs) That was probably the worst thing I've ever eaten in my life. Yo, I posted legit when it happened. I posted a photo on the internet of it. It was like a single slice of ham. I mean, I mean a piece of lettuce. I mean, like a piece. (laughs) Like it was somebody ripped off a little corner. Like you know when magicians do a magic trick and they make you take off a corner of a card. That's how much lettuce was on the sandwich. Oh my god! (laughs) It's like Hedberg fucking uh, segment.
1: Yeah.
2: I opened it up when I got when I got home and was, it was heated. Like how was that what was I supposed to do? And you never thought you would be
3: mad about the lack of lettuce in your sandwich. You know what I'm saying? Like makes... I would have been less mad if there was no lettuce, but you disrespected me. <laughs> yeah. but was it chopped cabbage or was it like lettuce uh, leaves? No, it was not even there was just that tiny little piece.
2: <laughs> it was like a scrap.
3: Uh, ah yeah. disrespect.
2: Exactly. Uh, this
3: wow! <laughs> I'm gonna That's continue.
2: what uh, right now. Favorite Halloween costume? Surprise! It was like a
3: horrifying
0: moment.
2: Uh, favorite Halloween costume I've worn, or like favorite Halloween costume in general, like Both. something. Okay. Uh, so as a kid, uh, uh, my parents would buy me the knockoff like Mortal Kombat costumes. Oh, Okay. So. I think... Tiny but, stuff,
0: right? have me a
2: few Yeah. Exactly. So, because I loved Mortal Kombat so much, I'd wear the costume all the time, and I'd had, I had the soundtrack that I would play on my boombox and just fight my friends, <laughs> you know, wearing the Mortal Kombat costume. Oh my god! Uh, I, uh, you, I,
3: you must have, you must have spazzed out when the movie came out in theaters, the first one,
2: right? You have no idea, man. I remember coming
3: out of here fucking jump kicking and roundhousing in the middle of the street, you know, for no reason. So I can only imagine yourself.
2: I was already in martial arts as a kid, too, at that point. So you just gave me fuel to beat the ever living life out of my younger sisters.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that just... Training for Mortal Kombat at that Yeah, point.
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> i like so...
2: I'm sorry?
0: Which would you like one more, one or two?
2: Uh, part one. I mean, part two has got is this this fun to be had and making fun of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not yeah. a, yeah. but you yeah, know, yeah. part one. I
3: can't wait to the next one though. They teased a couple things.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I don't know. Michael, what Jai- happened
0: I- with that? There wasn't a YouTube special.
2: There was. It was a whole series. did two seasons of it. Okay. Yeah, okay. That's right. the. It's pretty good. It is a. Uh, it feels like Mortal Kombat. You know, like. Okay. It does. It's definitely better than the TNT series.
1: Yeah.
3: Jesus. Well, WCW, preview, WCW Nitro? Nitro? Yeah. yeah. Speaking of WCW Nitro, uh I'm going to name four titles since you are a gamer. You have to eliminate one. Okay. WCW World Tour, WCW okay. Revenge, WrestleMania 2000, No Mercy. Eliminate uh, one.
2: WrestleMania 2000, easy.
3: Okay. 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 Uh, I ain't mad at
2: that. I'm just glad you didn't do me dirty and put Def Jam on there.
3: (laughs) Awesome, awesome game. I love it. it. You still don't get that type of gameplay in any other game.
2: No, and it's disappointing that they haven't remastered those older games. I mean, brought back at least Vendetta, at least. At least.
3: um,
1: At least. It's got to
2: be a licensing thing.
3: It has to be. That's the only so thing. thing happens with the with the sports games too. Like uh, in football games, stuff of that nature that the same things happen. NBA, uh, I think live went through that because uh, they were doing a set of two K the live. They went through that like a few years ago, so it happens, you know. Uh, useless talent you have.
2: A useless talent I have. Um, I don't even know, because um, man, I. I Oh, well, everything I do, I try to monetize in some way because. <laughs>
1: you're really good at... right.
2: you Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: You're really good at shooting
3: games. Or shooting. Okay.
2: Uh, useless talent is playing video games. <laughs>
3: you heard it <laughs> your fo- first, folks. Don't don't challenge them to duck hunt, <laughs> or buck hunt, uh, or or Resident Evil for that matter. All right, and last last question, last question. Who is your favorite heel?
2: My favorite heel?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh. Man, that cuz that changes okay. so much. So like if we go generationally. You know what I'm saying? So, uh old school heel as a kid. And I'll I'll go through a different ones cuz like I I'll, I you, you got me on a <laughs> like
1: I could the what?
2: so uh as a kid there was nothing that was scarier than watching the undertaker put dudes in body bag on, bags on tv like this dude as far as we knew as a kid before you you know before you learn that santa claus isn't real that uh what? undertaker i know <laughs> The Undertaker's putting dudes inside of killing people on television, and then he killed the Ultimate Warrior. He put him inside the boiler room. Like, I, I didn't even it. like the Ultimate Warrior. I didn't he care. Was but and foaming. <laughs> right? Seeing a man get murdered was like, this is, I guess, I guess we're all witness to murder here, right? Like, we're all an accomplice now. <laughs> uh, so there's that. I love Lance Storm, WCW, when he was winning all the titles, renaming them Canadian Championships.
3: mask. I love that mask he would come out with, man. There was just something about
2: Right? And he wasn't like – he didn't do anything that was extremely vicious in any direction. You just knew you had to hate him. Mm -hmm. You saw him and how smug he was, and he represented everything that you, for the most part, right, as as the good guys, as somebody that's watching, you don't want to like, Right? and the fact that he was genuinely good like you hated him because of how actual actually good he was in the ring as a technician you know as mm-hmm. a as, oh
1: yeah. Yeah. Like. yeah
2: so like you're like you deserve the belts because you're good but fuck you man <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that's what yeah. made it like, that, that was took me good, back right yeah, it was a joy to watch him in that way you and know now i was
3: every time he came down you just had to respect him you just knew like this dude flawless
2: yeah. Some
0: of the hidden gems in, 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 in WCW's heyday, man. Absolutely. Man, nobody, really, nobody really talks about that.
2: Uh, the, 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 <laughs> up until he put Hacksaw Jim Duggan in the Canadian stable. That's right. <laughs> it was going great. That was it. What was, it. Well, well, that was it. the hardcore that was it. title? Oh, that was it. <laughs> it. It was like the Saskatchewan hardcore invitational title? Yeah, he renamed it to something like that. No. <laughs> And uh, I think current generation, and this is, like, there's guys I love on the indies that are really good heels, Um, but I think current generation, and this is, with 100% truth, no exaggeration, The Miz. Just, like, Mm -hmm. hands down, The Miz is somebody that, when you need him to be detestable, like, he is, like, you... Yeah, like, you can genuinely just kind of go, like, you don't want to change the channel kind of bad guy, but you're just like, oh, man, you want to see somebody just punch him in the mouth, you know? Uh, but then also, like, when going up against Daniel Bryan, he's a heel that can say that real shit, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That, that, that you're like, this is why we hate you, because, like, my man didn't need to hear that right now. Like, I know you're speaking truths, but that's not... Now, yeah, wasn't the time, man. <laughs> uh, Great
3: picks. Great picks.
2: Yeah. So, like, no I
3: Misk mean, has a lot of respect from us, man. That's the reason why he's had the longevity he's had because his character, when he he's the best as a heel, and when he's on, bro, on the mic, like, he just eviscerates people. So, he's phenomenal. Just,
1: yeah. just naturally despicable. Like, you just. Yeah. You can't teach that. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: Not at all. You cannot. Uh... Oh, Fitty, man, I want to thank you again for your time, man. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for joining the bad guys. Anything you want to plug, man? Anything you need to, to let the fans know about? You got coming, anything coming up? Absolutely.
2: <clears throat> so I started a new YouTube channel that I mentioned a little bit earlier. Uh, we're showing people how to make what we make. I want everybody because I want to be a resource and I didn't have that resource coming into wrestling, so I want to make sure other people do have that. It's hard to find that kind of stuff online. So if you don't know how to make masks, I can I got you. You know say my YouTube channel's at closet champion and we also do a lot of other stuff, but right now the big focus is on masks. Uh, if you don't if you wanna know more than just what's on YouTube, I got a Patreon at patreon.com slash closet champion where we go more in depth about that stuff. And also just the behind the scenes in general and how we work, what we do, what it's like to be an independent artist coming up, um, you know, in this time period. Of course, you can follow me across all social media at Ophidian Cobra. Doesn't matter what it is. YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Xbox Live. I'll screw you on Mortal Kombat. Don't worry. Dolly, dolly.
0: <laughs> It's all cool. uh,
2: And then, uh, if you know what I'm saying? If you got... IWTV, you can catch me on Saturday mornings right now on Chikara's Action Arcade. Nice. Uh where my crucible's taken over.
3: Hey.
2: And of course, so man, nice. pro wrestling tees what a maneuver, you can catch me on either one of those and pick up some some t-shirts and stuff from there.
0: Thanks again, man. And hey man, it was a pleasure. Uh we hope to have you back again as soon as we can, man. Uh and hopefully this whole thing clears up and we can go out to make some shows.
2: Anytime, gentlemen, feel free to have me back.
0: Oh, man. Many blessings,
3: man. Uh, honestly, in, in spending this time with you, man, much respect. And, you know, I always say a person that is passionate about what they do, but most importantly is able to bestow that knowledge upon others is a, is a blessed man. And, and you, sir, are a blessed man. Thank you for, for what you you just mentioned you're doing to to help grow the wrestling world, the community that we all love and share. Thank you.
2: Thank you, guys. Stay safe, brother. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys.